Joining us right now on the phone is the man who exposed the Bigfoot hoax, Steve Culls, private investigator and executive director on SquatDetective.com. The numbers of sightings, even if you take 99% of them and put them in the trash can, you turn around and you still have that 1% that can't be explained. Well, we need to explain it. And then this thing walks across the road, takes a turn towards us. Uh, all I can remember is flipping the light on and I see this creature. Went to look forward and there was a big black thing is all I can call it. it. The whole time, the whole thing was shadowing us, right behind us, right on the side of us. I still see that damn thing to this day. It wasn't 20 feet from me. You could see it standing from the moonlight in the tree line. I was just scanning right to left, and it reminded me of, like, a gorilla. Get somebody out here. Son of a bitch is about six foot nine, I don't know. Squatch DTV, exploring the Bigfoot mystery each week with your hosts, veteran researcher, author, and TV personality, the Squatch Detective, Steve Culls, and from the Bigfoot Research Project of Kentucky, Chris Bennett. Sit back and buckle up as we bring you guests from around North America discussing the Bigfoot phenomena, but not without a few laughs, too. Here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. And good evening, cyberspace. Welcome to Squatch DTV for today's date, February 5th, 2023. I'm your host, your guide, the Squatch Detective Steve Coles, along with my co-host, Mr. Chris Bennett. Hello, Chris. How are you? Good to see you, Steve, man. I hope you got uh, thawed out uh, from your recent uh, Arctic uh, blast. <laughs> That's Friday, it was minus 8 degrees here, and today, oh. and today it was 42. Oh, man. I'm, Tell uh, me Mother Nature is not schizophrenic. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's going to be a lot of colds come out of this, I think. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've, we've been in the 40s, you know, pretty regularly during the day, and uh, it, it's been really nice. But, uh, yeah, minus five. Oh, no. No, no, and, can't and do that. The, and with the wind chill, because we had a high wind warning Friday and Saturday, yeah. or most of Saturday, the wind chills were, like, in the minus 20s and 30s. Oh, that oh was wow. Not pleasant at all. But yeah. it's gone. It's gone for at least the next week because the weather on the on the on the horizon is all 40s every day. So looking yeah, you're going to have to leave some uh, cat chow out for the bobcats. Make sure they get plenty to eat there. Yeah, well, we haven't seen the bobcat nor the fox in about a week and a half. So, ah, well, so yeah, we minus five. I don't blame them. I'd be holed up somewhere until right. <laughs> this probably, cold weather blows over. Probably in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I'd be. Um, but at this point, let's bring our guest on for tonight. Hello, Jay. How are you tonight? Hey, Jay. Doing good. How's it going, Steve? How's it going, Chris? Good. Well, you're, you're talking about minus eight. It was, uh, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. It was a negative 18 when I was driving uh, to work. But like you said, uh, oh. I think it was a high of 39 today. And actually, Blake said 
goes, it doesn't feel like winter. It feels like early spring. So maybe good old Punxsutawney. Maybe. You never, you never know. No, never. Did he see a shadow? Uh, some of them did. Some of them didn't. You know, it, it depends on what Phil you're looking at. Uh, Punxsutawney Phil saw a shadow. Um, I think there's one over there in New York somewhere uh, that. Hillbilly yeah. Phil didn't show uh, didn't show a shadow in Kentucky. No. <laughs> <laughs> so so I guess it'll all be depending on you know what part of the U.S. you're in, if it's yeah. an early spring or not. Well, you know, here's the funny thing. Does a groundhog really see its shadow? I mean, really? No. Uh, I don't know. It's all, it's all a movie. It, it, it pops out, it looks around, says, oh, crap, what are all these people doing I know, here? right? <laughs> That's what I would think, too. But uh, <laughs> My dog would do that. Uh, yeah. I would do that. <laughs> all right, let's do the roll call. Uh, for today and, and man the chat is hopping today wow yeah, yeah. golly <coughs> take me an hour to scroll up here all right i'm ready to go <laughs> hey guys uh, good I to see you. everybody glad to have you certainly are and welcome to all our new subscribers we man it's been, the channel's been booming lately and we appreciate everybody so anyway and mm. just so you know and just so you think about it and don't forget if you like what you see smash that like button do it now before you forget, because yep. what you're about to see is going to, some of it, I think, will honestly blow some people's minds. It blew my mind today, that's for sure. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the rundown, M and Chris, who turned the lights on for everybody, Low Rider, Chad Datema, welcome. Uh, first time I've seen that name in the, in the chat. Welcome. Welcome, Chad. B. Lynn is listening tonight. Hey, B. Hope you feel better, hon. Yeah, yeah Brian, Brian McMahon. Pete H. Hey, what's going on, Pete? Uh, Grasshopper. Daniel Weeks. Hello, Daniel. How are you? Don Fuller. Don Don. It's coming, Don. It's coming. Leon, Bigfoot Okanagan in the house. Hey, Leon. Good to see you. Jay Fritz. Good to see you, Jay. Sandra Piper. Good to see you. Sandra. Angel Nolan. Hello, hello. Angel. Finding the trackway. Hello, hello. Running the trackway. Welcome. Uh, who else? Joe Dryden. Hello, Joe. Hey, Joe. John Ayers. Hello, hey, John. sir. Uh, Charlie Wonton. Uh, good to see oh. you, sir. Wonton, Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Jimmy uh, the Kid. Uncle Bones, too, in the house. High Uncle Five Bones. Chaser. The High Authentic five? Happiness Show. Well, I, well, we're happy to see you here. Authentic uh, Happiness. Oh, that's a new one. Hi, welcome. Good right. to see you. <clears throat> Uh, oh, Maddie's in the house. Hey, Maddie. Uh, what is <laughs> Hey, Mad Mad. Uh, oh, Mike Ann. Mike from Tactical Bigfoot Research. Hey, Tactical Bigfoot Research. Uh, Chris Tipton. That's a new one. Good to see you. No, actually, Chris, Chris is the one who was uh, with help casting the cast. Oh, oh, oh good to see you, Chris. Good deal. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Good he was ill. He, he would have come on tonight with us, but um, him and both Maddie are kind of under the weather. Now we have a Sherry Bigfoot in the house, too. Welcome, oh, welcome. Sherry. Paranormal Heart Podcast. Hello, welcome, welcome. Paranormal Heart. Welcome. Thank you. Michael Haywood in the house. Hey, Mike. Good to see you, man. Blue Ridge Bigfoot. Welcome back, sir. Welcome back. Blue Ridge. Good Fly see by Stu is in the house. Good to see you. All right, now we're starting to have to parse some of them. Jen, Jen, good, good to see you again. Hi, Jen. And 
scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep my finger rolling. Keep <laughs> uh, um, my butt Peter. is swollen. <laughs> Ride. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Moran in the house. Jackie. Jackie. She's another one who uh, comes out with me all the time to the kettle. I don't know if we said this. Brian McMahon's in the house. Kate. Kaiju Ninja 1985 in the house as well. <laughs> I love that name. Love Sasquatch that. Wizard Adirondacks. Hello, hello, hello. Good to see you, Wizard. Gary Johnston. Well, or Gary Johnson. Welcome. Hey, Gary? Jeff from Pine Island Research in here. Norma, girly yeah. Bigfooter. Hello. Good to see you. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? What? Karen S. Hello, Karen. Hi, Sherry. <laughs> All right. I think I'm at the end of the scroll. Oh, wow. Now I need to put my finger in ice. Karen, yeah. Uh, yeah, gosh, it's it's great to have you guys in here. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Absolutely. Pleased to have you. Now, Jay, um, we got to talk about the last few weeks. We had you on, I think, was it uh, three weeks ago? And uh, kind of recap, if you would, what we talked about, what you saw out in the Kettle Moraine, which is in Wisconsin, for those that don't know. Uh, okay, well, I'm I, I'm based out here in southeast Wisconsin. Uh, my research areas are in the Kettle Moraine. Kettle Moraine is 55,000 square acres, runs 100 miles up through the state of Wisconsin. You look on Google Maps, it looks like a sliver compared to, you know, the upper Wisconsin or about... Uh, yeah, Michigan, Minnesota, and of course, everywhere else that even the Chestnut Ridge, you know, just that's massive. But the Kettle Moraine is immense. It really is. And um, I have been researching there. I like to call it hiking more than anything. I'm not a Bigfooter, not a squatcher. I'm a guy who likes to hike and seek the truth. And we've been, I've been doing that for uh, going on 10 years this year. Uh, prior to all that, you know, I always believed in ghosts and UFOs, but Bigfoot was not even on my radar. That might as well have been Elvis riding a, a unicorn somewhere to me because everybody's <laughs> been doing it, right? How long have you guys been doing it? You know, where's the body? Where's the right? Body? Yeah. Uh, there were certain things that happened in my my first documentary, Finding Jay. You'll kind of see me starting off into the Kettle Moraine. Uh, that, of course, I came out with a, a sequel to that, Beyond the Kettle, both on Prime, but. The thing is, I, I just love going out there more than anything. And it was uh, one, it was the, uh, what was it, the 10th, the 11th of January, me, Maddie, uh, my, my oldest daughter, Maddie, and Ben, my 34-year-old nephew, went, uh, we, we like to go out early in the morning. So we're up at four in the morning. We're out there well, at. Well, let me correct you there. They yeah. like going out early in the mornings. Jay likes to sleep in. <laughs> Well, not necessarily. You know, I'll tell you what, if they call and say, do you want to do it? You know, like Maddie will do that all the time. Like, yeah, yeah I'm free this weekend, dad. Do you want to go at about four in the morning? I'm like, uh, my only one day, but you know what? It's great to get up. And what we do is we kind of walk the trails, get off the trails, bring out some camping chairs, bundle up because it's gen- well, it's January here. So it's really cold. Right. And the three of us were sitting out there and then it starts getting light out. Then you kind of stretch your legs and we just kind of wandered around what I called base camp. And as we were walking out, Maddie, at the top of one of the kettles, because you're kind of looking down into the into the into the uh, uh, bottom part of the kettle, and Maddie saw something jump 
from one tree to another and she said it was huge like it was big but it was kind of a whitish gray but it kind of disappeared in mid jump from the other tree so of course like anything we're like all right let's go down there and check it out and we get down about the 40 yards to walk to where she saw it and that's where we're standing on the path in between the two trees where the thing jumped from where she saw it and then she looked even further down the trail into the tree line she goes there it is and she's staring at it now me and ben are looking in the same direction but all you see mm. is woods yeah um and i told her don't take your eye off of it i always hear you take your eye off it these things are gone keep yeah. your eye on it i got the camera rolling and hit video i said don't even look at it i'm gonna put it in your hand lift it up don't take your eyes off of it so kudos to maddie for doing that and uh then ben went way off to my left uh probably about 20 yards but looking in the direction and i was right by maddie on the side of her i don't know where she's looking i'm looking directly where she is and i don't see anything and then at the bottom of uh or where i'm seeing where there's a tree there i i don't want to be the guy who says the whole because there's the apers the woo and okay i saw what looked like a predator cloak mm -hmm. I, I did it was basically i didn't see uh head shoulder arms and everything but it reminded me of i always say harry potter throwing the cloak over his head or frodo mm -hmm. uh, it was that type of distortion and it was to the right of a tree base and right when i looked at it i saw this distortion move behind a tree and i know that for a fact because the distortion didn't go in front of the tree it, it like disappeared as it went behind the tree all mm. the meanwhile ben saw something the same thing that we we're describing uh, a little bit earlier than we did and maddie is still fixated on the image that we sent that we were on the show a couple weeks ago so I, I that's when i sent you the maddie was on with me she was she's not feeling well tonight that's why she's at home um but uh sure enough we sent you the video you looked at it steve you broke it down and uh that's where we're at right now so yep feel you know. feel better maddie so let's talk about you going out a couple of weeks later after the encounter doing the, your homework and I, and I i will give you much credit you know jay has was like okay you know he said i i gotta do this steve said i i gotta do this i gotta do this and, and off jay went and he got the comparison video he found something else obviously if you look at the screenshot there he did find a print we'll be talking about that in a little bit and we got some neat 3d rendering of the print as well as uh if you all look very quickly we're gonna be uh right there we're gonna have uh a little look at it in a little bit because right now it's in the casting so um so we're gonna have a lot of a lot of fun and a lot of analysis to break down tonight um <clears throat> so tell us about you know your your trip two weeks later okay so actually the week later after doing our homework i'll call that january 21st that was our homework day and maddie wasn't able to make that trip but ben did and that's when we did the comparison of uh the shots and everything like that once we had all that we're like okay we're just going to continue to kind of hike the trails yeah. and as we hiked the trails um i came across this big divot in the uh in the trail now you gotta understand these trails are, are 
they're not they're not muddy they're like almost like granite underneath them it would take a lot of force to make that even if it's wet now right. it hasn't been really rainy out there there's been snow uh, but it's not been rainy and so when i saw this i looked at it and i saw what looked like toes in the deep in the depression uh that it left now uh a couple of years ago, Eric Altman actually recommended getting dental stone. So that's what I kind of always kept in my car with water, mixing, everything. Um, but I, I have always carried it, except for this time, because last winter I carried it, didn't need it. The water froze, burst, and kind of flooded the back of my car. Um, so this time I'm like, all right, I'll leave it in my insulated garage because I'm not I'm not going to see a print. You know, you start getting that, I don't know, rookie mistake. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so... I'm there, and I document the... It happens. Uh, don't worry about it. Well, I documented the crap out of it with video photos, and, yeah. okay, here's another uh, another, uh, another print Jay found that's only, um, you know, by this way. But I'm like, I, I got home, and I was really bummed um, about it, and I'm like, no, I'm going back out there. And so Ben had something to do. I called up Chris and Maddie, and sure enough, we're out there, and we get out there, and, and we're actually looking at because i honestly i've never casted before people say you should cast and i agree and that's going to be another non-rookie mistake for anybody who wants to cast practice uh but we felt be chris and maddie felt really co comfortable with what it's, we were going to do it's and also nice to have a guy on speed dial wait 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 wait. i'm getting there so we're doing that and at this point we don't know if it's soup or what you know this this dental stones looking like I'm like, all right, Steve, Steve, answer, Steve. So I'm calling Steve out while we're all standing out in the in the kettle, and he's giving us some really good tips on on how to do it. And uh, we ended up doing it, but it wasn't drying. So I think we called you back even. And I'm like, Steve, it's not drying. It's like uh, hard pudding, and it's been an hour and a half. And you said it would only take 45 minutes. Maybe until an hour I, until I found out it was dental stone. <laughs> exactly. As soon as you, as soon as you go, well, the the only thing that really doesn't dry fast is dental stone. I'm like, yeah, that's what I got. Sorry. So and then you were like, oh man, you, you could be out there for another couple hours. And Maddie and Chris are looking at me. I'm like, you guys want to stay out here till three or four? <laughs> I just remember Maddie goes, I would, but I don't know if my bladder would last. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we covered it up. I GPSed it. Um, and we're going to come back out the next day, which we did, but we came out at night, make sure all any hikers or anybody out there. So we get out there and, uh, this time it was me, Chris, Maddie, and, uh, Brad, uh, Maddie's boyfriend. And we, it was, it was cool because we extracted it. We're, we're, you know, kind of playing the Jurassic park, Dr. Alan Grant, bringing a fossil up. And this was my first one. And sure enough, we. You know, we do it, we document, we document the crap out of the whole thing. Thanks, Brad, because he was really doing that. And uh, so we, we get it and wrap it up and we get all of our stuff picked up and we're standing there and I'm like, all right, that's good. We're, you know, we're, you know, nobody can come around and see what we were doing. And I remember Chris said something. Chris goes, hey, we're not out of the woods yet. Oh, so oh. it was like, kind of like a, and I'm like, I wonder if that's where the term came from. We're not out of the woods with this thing yet um anyway right. so we, we get it home i let it dry i put it in my back room and you know got some heaters going it's a little cool in the back three season room back there and yep. uh waited about 48 hours and yeah. uh 
then Maddie came over and then we documented it um, of plucking and getting stuff out and everything. And I'm like, I, I got to give Steve a call. So I, I video Steve and, and because I was expecting a, uh, a Patterson Gimlin type of cast, right. uh, whether, whether it was anomalous or a boot slide, or I always say, if it said Nike in the bottom, just do it. Or type some type of hey, soul. Jay, let me let me just interrupt you for one yeah. quick question. There is a ch- question in chat, but I'm yeah. gonna ha- I'm gonna get to that. Uh, Paranormal Heart Podcast has a question. We'll get to that question at the end of your soliloquy here. So. Okay, and um, so then uh, then I call Steve, and I'm like, I, I don't know what I have here, and even me and Maddie were like, but we're looking at we're, we don't know how to look at a cast because it's almost mirrored. And as soon as I brought Steve on and looked at it, that was it. Um, you said some things that were that really opened our eyes, both of us. And now that you did, it's like I can't unsee those anymore. And um, and I remember you even said, uh, and even Eric Altman recommended, you know, watch reach out to Doctor Meldrum or um, Cliff or, and uh, I did with um, Doctor Meldrum. Uh, I know he's a busy guy. He does conferences. He professes. He teaches anthropology yeah. in Idaho. Um, he didn't really get back to me on that yet, but I got a hold of uh, Ken Gerhard and um, showed him. And he felt uh, for what it is. He, again, he's not an expert in the casts like Steve or Cliff or uh, Dr. Meldrum. And uh, he said, you know what? He goes, I'm pretty tight with Cliff. Let me send that over to him. Uh, so I got a, uh, he kind of relayed it back to me. Um, Cliff, uh, pretty much thinks it could be a double step boot, 14 inches, but he also said, but he could be wrong. So I don't know where that all goes with it. I'll take whatever advice from people that know about this stuff more than me. Um, Ken, Ken thinks it looks authentic. Um, but again, he's not an expert in the cast. So those are the two opinions I really got. And then of course, Steve is the Squatch Detective. If I'm going to go anywhere, I'm going to go right through Steve. But I was doing that uh, as recommended because I'm not. Yeah. I've I've always said this is not about my first cast. It's not about um, being biased and saying, okay, I've done documentaries. I believe Bigfoot's out there, and this is a Bigfoot print. It's not about that. It's it's about the truth. And it really is, uh, you know, if this was all to be broken down and somebody wants to say this, this, or this, um, not saying what it is, you know what, at least you're breaking that down. And I need to learn from that. I, I feel like everybody should learn uh, what you're doing, Steve, in, in how you look at it, how you examine it. And like I said, I would have it no other way or to reveal it except through you. And here we are tonight. So, And I know when we were going over that, I was... I, I was making a lot of demands. Bring the camera in a little bit. Yeah, you a were. A little bit more to the left. A little more to the right. Okay, yep. now a little bit. Okay, you see this? Yep. You see that? You see yep. this? You see that? Okay, so, bring so, it back so, on again. So tonight, Blake, my son Blake, will be in the casting room with a, a green laser, um, and he's just going to kind of follow your directions of where to point to and what to look at. So he has everything back there. So, Okay, so here comes the question. From Paranormal Heart Podcast, how many prints were there, Jay, when you casted this? Print? Oh, that's a great question. One, and here's the odd thing: 
and this is really odd because uh, the first set of prints I've ever found, and you can see them on my website under the gallery, uh, I counted 12 of them back in uh, 2014. But I was a newbie. I didn't know if you could cast in the snow or anything like that. So all I did was take video and document and measure them, and that was it. All, all other prints that I have found, and I've found probably close to 10 or 11, um, that were uncastable, meaning they were surface prints or uh, just disturbances within the forest floor. There was one in 2017 that was castable. Again, I didn't have my casting equipment there, and I was going to come back. But that was the year. It just it was in July, and it just downpoured. It got rid of that print. The next day, I saw it, and it didn't even look like a print anymore. But it's always that one print. Now, the first thing I do is I start giving myself a radius and I've gone out 10 feet, 15 feet, 20 feet. And I'm trying to look for anywhere else it could be or another print. And I wish I was a great, uh, you know, native American tracker or a great, um, outdoors wildlife tracker, but I'm not, but I am trying to do my due diligence by looking for those disturbances of where it could be. So, the long answer is only one print and that, uh, you know, the other foot could be, you know, I can only surmise where that would be, but uh, there's gotta be another one that you would think it would just be a matter of where did it pivot in midair. So I'm looking in the wrong direction of where a human gate would be, you know, would it be more now, off? Now, Jay, let, let me, let me yeah. ask you, let me ask you this question. Is it possible that you missed any sign in the substrate? Cause just because you have one print that comes out doesn't mean that there are other prints. It's part of tracking. Like a lot of times you may find a print. Uh, the Ford Ancast is a great example. We found impressions in some digs leading up to that print mm. going downhill. But if you were just walking by, you'd be like, that's just leaves. But you can see a clear definitive R right. impression in the leaves. Yeah. Right. And the thing is, that's what I was kind of, again, that's what I, I, I try to look for. And, you know, again, that's a trained eye for anybody yep. who's doing it. Uh, I, the thing is, I can only learn and grow from this no matter what. I don't, say I, I, yeah, I don't say I'm an expert in any of this. I mean, that's why, you know, I, I'm reaching out to find that out is to help me learn uh, for anything else I ever find. Yep. Exactly. Um, you know, you're having some problems with that dental stone. Jay, I... I I had used dental stone in 2009 or 2010 and uh, I had real good luck with it. But now mine, it dried, it dried really quickly, but it got really hot while it was doing it. But now when I bought mine, I got it from a, actually a dent, dentist supply place and it was kind of pricey. <laughs> right. Well, you know, the other the other thing that we he was up against was the temperature was very the temperature, right. yeah. I think yeah. it was eighteen degrees, if okay. I remember it. it oh, was yeah. 18. oh yeah. So that, that yeah. was the that was the biggest thing. People have told me, Jay, you can cast in the snow. Well, this wasn't in the snow, however, it was also a frozen track, meaning yeah. that it, it if it did happen again, I can only think that it would have happened in the last 24 hours if not earlier i don't know right. and then froze 
like that. So, well, mine it was probably between seventy five and eighty degrees, and then uh, after we we poured the uh, the cast, uh, you could feel uh, the heat radiating off of the the casting material. We felt no heat. We wanted okay. heat. We were doing this. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Steve. Oh, Steve. Wait. How fast yeah. will this dry? How long do we have to stand out here? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> another five minutes, Jay. Just yeah. another, another. I'm calling you back. Steve, it's been 15. Uh, cold yeah. weather. Hey, yeah. Hang on. Uh, let me call Professor McGillicuddy. He made <laughs> you're it. right. It's, a, it's three, another three days challenge. later, you're still out there. Yeah, but, but the thing <clears throat> is, it, again, it's weird because we go back to when we went out in the morning and Maddie saw that. That let us down to that area to where we we filmed that tree line yeah and then if it wasn't for that and then getting you know talking to you on the show and say we got to do your homework get right back there we got right back there and if we weren't back there we would never have walked to find the print yeah so i don't know how that all works but okay so we do have a a, a couple of questions uh tack made a great point uh he likes using toys um Circle searches with different colored lights, blue, green, and UV to look for disturbances. Oh, Great boy. idea. Yeah. Oh, can I can I can I interject there too? Because uh when I when you saw Steve, when we called you the first night when me and Maddie were doing it, you're like, ah, you're not wearing gloves. Ah, uh, do you have like a UV light? Because you know, because you guys say you and Mike I did you, say that, didn't I? I? You did. And and that's again, you live and learn. Now I'll remember that, but you know, was there is there possibly any hair that was in the in the dirt i mean there could have been but all that would have been you know out the door so you know i, I was listening to it saying okay next time gloves next time uv got it oh yeah there. actually casting the track is pretty easy uh you got the experience uh tell me a little bit about the cleaning of the cast jay was that fun well <laughs> well I'll, 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 let me let me get to our question oh yeah okay okay about, all right uh, do they have mixed uh, mixing kits for casting? Uh, some do, but those kits are generally for, you know, people trying to cast the little paw prints and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, myself, well, yeah, all, like all you need is some water, something to mix with. Yeah. And, um, and you know, it may be, a, you know, in, in a lot of times I care, I always carried like a little uh, a pep, an empty two liter bottle of Pepsi. Right. And I would cut the top off that or, you know, about a third yeah. of the way down. And then I would use that to mix my stuff. And I would get a paint stick from Home Depot. And that yeah. would be my mixer because those you get for free. The yeah. bottle was the bottles there. So you got your mixing kit right there. That's you know, you know what I did? I bought However, a bunch of plastic measuring cups off Amazon yeah. for like 10 bucks. And they're the sturdy ones. You get your little bucket, you get your free sticks. Right. right. Like you said. And just right. always remember it, it seemed. From what I remember, it's two to one to yep. the plaster. So two parts well, plaster. I'm going to do a shameless plug for a friend of ours, Emily yeah. Fleur. Emily Fleur over at the Forest Fleur has these wonderful little collapsible casting buckets. Does and she? They, they, they just, they're all flat and you punch it through and it pops open. You can mix in it. And then when you're done with it, you know, you can empty it out and fold it back up, wrap yeah. it up, and put it away. And, and I could also do a shameless plug for Emily. Is that brown hat that you see that I'm wearing out there was a gift from Emily from nice. her uh, collection. <laughs> Very nice. Yep. Um, so, uh, okay, Chris, the question about 
cleaning the cast. Go yeah, ahead. cleaning the cast. Tell us a little bit about that, Jay. Was that fun or what? Well, you know what? I um, like. I, I keep making reference of Dr. Alan Grant of Jurassic Park doing it, and Ross Geller did it on Friends being a paleontologist. Um, I thought, how hard would this be? Again, I didn't really even know what tools to use to clean it off, <laughs> let alone wear gloves or use a UV light. Yeah. Um, so I got these, I don't want to say like wire brushes cause they weren't, they looked like wire brushes, but they really weren't. And it was enough to knock off lightly, you know, all the dead, um, or dead, yeah. the dry, dried mud everywhere. And, um, then we'd also use the aerosol spray cans to kind of blow the dirt out in, in everywhere we could. Right. Um, so it was a nice experience, but I got to admit I had, uh, Maddie was over and, uh, she really did a, a big bulk of it. And I was, you know kind of telling her what to do just joking man and then brad, brad brad also uh was out there helping and so it, that was a, a, it was a three-way effort it was it was pretty cool i i enjoyed doing it it's a it's big fun. job uh, and a lot oh, of people yeah. don't it's, realize it until you do the first one you're like oh this is easy i'll just pop it up out of there and it's going to be all nice and white and yeah right foot, exactly you know? but you pop it up out of there and it's like uh it, oh i'd see nothing but dirt it looks like it's, <laughs> that's what my picture is that's just all like muddy dirt or whatever yeah. Yeah. underneath it. But yeah, it is. It was, it was a fun experience. And uh, yeah. like you said, it's, it's a bigger job than what people think it is. Yes. Yeah. And you know, as far as casting material, you know, I think you, you can buy a plaster of Paris or sheet rock mud. A lot of people calls it, you get the powder mix and, and they come in different dry times. You can get the 20 minute, I think 40 minute. And then the, 60 minute or the 90 minute one or the other maybe it's 20 60 and 90 but if you get the 20 minute uh you know that stuff dries pretty quick you know but now if you're below zero oh i don't know <laughs> you're gonna have a tough time with anything right right you know but uh the dental stone is is it actually i think the best yeah but it boy that cast is gonna cost you some money you know I mean? yeah well you know honestly it's what eric said uh eric said it's yeah. the most durable uh, yeah. because plaster will will and can break. And I believe yeah. still treated this thing. As you can see, I'm holding it. I'm holding it like a newborn baby. I'm moving yeah. it like a newborn baby. But you yeah. know what? After maneuvering it around here all this time, you know, I'm like, dang, I don't know if this thing would ever break, no matter how hard you would try. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I had uh, heard of people and seen people uh, on videos putting like a stick or something inside to kind of support the cast. And I got to thinking, you know, wouldn't that be cool if you like carried some small pieces of rebar steel with you, you could just like pour a layer and lay those down in there, then pour another layer on top. That's true. And somebody and said Matt, that too. Maddie said we had a good time cleaning it up. We did. She did. <laughs> I, yeah. I saw Chris ask something. I don't know if you guys, I, I was kind of looking on the right side, Chris Tipton. He was asking uh... something about the way we, um, if we dug, if we should have, uh, it kind of escaped me. I can me. find it. Uh, da, 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 da. There it is. Um, at uh, 8.31 p.m. Chris That's Tipton. a long time ago. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Eight, 8.31 my time. Sorry about that. That's right. I was like, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I'm central standard time, so. Yay. Any uh, uh, opinions on whether or not we should have tried to remove the entire track to bring home and study? So, 
Uh, uh, that would have taken a lot of dental stone to take the whole. Um, yeah, I think uh, I had had read where they actually did dig up an entire footprint from the bean field uh, when they did the Boggy Creek. Thing. Yes, take yeah. the show for one second, please. Sure, but I, I I don't think that would be practical to do because you have to you'd have to dig well below it, you know, in order to and and, and when you trying to get that up without breaking the dirt loose that the prince set in, man, that, that, that would be difficult, especially uh, if, if it's below zero and, you know, the ground's going to be frozen. And, uh, and that's the other thing that we were talking about. And that's what yeah. uh, Chris was saying as well. Mm-hmm. When you see that imprint in, um, in, in the earth. Uh, yeah. We couldn't even dig more than two and a half inches with, right. with spade shovel. I mean, right. to get under that, that's how hard it was. And it, at this point, it was not, um, I mean, you know, could it have been surface cold? Absolutely. But something something with an enormous force, in my opinion, I know in Chris's too, created that. And you yeah. go out there and we're, we're big guys and you try to stomp or stick your heel into that ground, it yeah. is hard. You know, you, yeah. you might get it down an eighth of an inch or a quarter of an inch. I don't know yeah. what actually caused that, you know. Well, it, yeah, it kind of makes you kind of wonder. Uh, did the uh, wonder if the track was placed while the the ground was thawed, or after the ground was frozen? Man, it's been, but yeah, but it, it's been cold. Uh, I think that was it was getting colder at that point. But I don't think it really broke thirty two or under yeah. since then. So it's not yeah. like it got into the 40s or 45 to really thaw anything out again that's always it's going to be a speculation but uh we could we could be out there and believe me these trails we hike all the time after it rains in the summer and you try to forcibly hit in a lot of spots you're not going anywhere on those it's it's really hard substrate yeah yeah, that, that, that kind of impressed me too, Jay. Uh, some of the times you can see these uh, tracks being made in places to where you're not leaving any tracks, you know? <laughs> exactly. But the thing is, exactly, if, if, if somebody would actually say, this is what it was, this is what caused it, um, I, I could I, try to learn and understand from that. But generally, it's just an opinion of yeah. what caused something instead of the actual fact again that's why i went back and casted it because it wasn't to get my first cast it has nothing to do with you know deer hunters that want to put heads of deer racks on their their wall or anything um i'm not i'm not out to uh to get trophies or display or look what i did it's more this is what i've been saying for the past almost 10 years being out there i believe bigfoot Mm -hmm. is out in the kettle moraine and all of a sudden, now I have something in front of me that's tangible well, that, could, I, I, that could that could either prove or disprove it or speculate. I think you did the right thing, Jay. I mean, if you get something that's interesting and uh, you really can't make out the definition, why not cast it? Okay, if you've got the material, cast it. Pull it right. up out, out of right. the ground, clean her up. Now you can get a good visual rep- representation of what was in the ground. Right. And uh, yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I appreciate that. I again, 
We'll always say I'm learning on the go. You can't say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I'm old and I'm still learning new tricks. Yeah. We had, uh, I'd always regretted uh, back in, oh gosh, probably 2003, 2004. Uh, we had some very nice tracks across our tobacco patch and that that was in nice soft dirt and they were just ideal perfect and i did not cast those and i wished a thousand times i could go back in time and do it uh that that could have been some great casts made right there (laughs) but you know hey at the time i didn't know anything about casting tracks i didn't even know how to do it so so before we start with the cast, I want to go to move back to that video that you had shot that okay. a lot of people thought perhaps there was some pareidolia in there. I myself was kind of on the fence about it myself, um, and we had talked at length about it. And when I first saw your your recap video, I glanced at it real quick and said, well, it looks like, but I was looking at the wrong end. Um, so anyway, let's take a look at uh, some of the video that you shot that day doing the recreation of that video. And, of course, I went to work on it right away and, and did some side-by-side comparisons and comparison, stuff, yeah. which uh, yeah, Jay's got a little smile on his face. So, so here we go. Take, take a look at this. All right, we're back at the site where me, Maddie, and Ben uh, saw something couple weeks ago that was actually two weeks ago to date and uh, we're gonna come out here kind of survey the area again uh, get some more footage just to compare what we captured two weeks ago see if there's any difference to it or if there's still something else out here so all right so we have exactly where we need to walk down with all right so look if I enlarge this here right there Doesn't even look like the alien thing anymore. Check this out, dude. Where is it? Remember those big honking eyes? So there you go. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it does look like there was something there. Um, now, the side-by-side video, even to me, shows it even better than uh, those pictures do it. And here's the side-by-side. So let's take a look at that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it looks pretty interesting to me. Well, the I thing that the thing is, like, just looking at that from what Maddie was shooting, there was something there, and on that the the uh, 
the video that I, I took, you know, a week later, the, you could you, you could plainly see there's nothing there. That is just absolutely yeah, good comparison. It's phenomenal. Yeah. But but th- this also goes like Steve, right? You got to do your homework. You got to follow up with it. You got to take your comparison shots, yeah. and uh, you know instead of just taking the one and, and claiming that's what it is, uh, it's very you know that's it's, it's difficult to do unless you have something to compare it by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's it, right? Right, Mad. Yeah. So that was. I, I told her. I told her. I texted her. I said, "All right, I know you, you can't come on tonight, but you gotta tune in. You gotta tune in." Yeah, you see that, Mad? Yeah, that was uh, very interesting. And of course, uh, I'm gonna bring my my uh, cursor over to kind of help people along there's your alien tree right there that's what we call the alien tree the landmark yeah. <laughs> and it's over here in the enhanced version the enhanced version you could be really pops right yeah but as you see there is the alien head there in the video the recreation video and right there and there's nothing there and even in the original you can kind of see that something's there something's there and recreation Yep. And that's, I, again, honestly, and that's what I say. Maddie was looking at it. She's seeing this thing. I don't know where she's looking. As you can see, everything just blends in with the tree line. I, I saw mine, uh, the, the distortion, a uh, couple trees up from there on the left near the bottom. So I, you know, the best guesstimate I could give from our pro- approximation was maybe, I don't know, it didn't look any bigger than six foot. But again, we were higher up on the path looking down. Could it have been taller? Could it have been shorter? Yep, that's it. That's our, uh, that's when we went out there and good times. Good you know? times. Good times. We, we, were, we were on cloud nine, I'll tell you. Even Chris is smiling. That's a good thing. I never get Chris to smile in pictures. <laughs> he seemed to be in a good mood. Right, exactly. And, uh, so Tack has a question right here. Yes. Was the same phone used and it was at the same time of day. Yes, and yes. There you go. I'm no, you know, I was going to say, I'm no dummy. No, but the thing is, the reason why I know you're asking that, and I, I shouldn't have replied that way because, um, you know, the biggest thing is the lighting. Uh, if you're going to do a recreation, at least try to do it within the same timing that you did, I mean, within days because you know the sun changes um so you know you want to get out there at that time of day and to get that same lighting because all it takes is the sun to be you know further up further over you got different shadows it's going to show the comparison difference so you got to do it at the same time but great question mike so that's awesome okay let's get back to the cast and um let's show the video the 3d rendering of the cast um, and then we can get Blake into position. Now you see right now he's doing the Charlie Wonton. Yeah, I was doing the, are, are you ready, Blake? So he's going to, he's, he's out there. I can see him. Clap you can on. Your laser. Clap <laughs> yeah, my, my clapper never worked right. 
you know, it, my, mine was more like the <laughs> light go off. You know, lights go back. Out. Okay, so let's get. All right, he's he's getting in position. Just grab right, the laser, Bubba. We're gonna we're gonna grab the three D rendering right here. So here is the three D rendering. Here we go. And uh, our mics aren't muted for this because it's not full screen. So Jay, if you want, I can play this again if you want. Uh, and again, the three D rendering program was recommended by. Tactical Mike Ann. Foot, yep. Mike Ann. Yes, thank you, Mike. I wish I would have had that out in the field. The thing is phenomenal. Love the app. Now, I can understand uh, why Cliff may have thought this was a boot slide, as I pointed out to you, that the, uh, we'll play that again. Um, yeah. uh, what people don't realize is that the toes are actually, you can, what he probably thought was the foot ended before the gap. The foot didn't end until after the gap, which captured the toes. And that was the one thing I was looking at at first, was that in actuality, what you're seeing is, for some reason, it did not capture very well, you know, beneath the toes like this. So, right. So it didn't capture. Now, whether or not there was some some substrate that was hard, maybe an underground root or something that prevented the ground from compressing in that particular area. Um so, and it could have been a, a pivot point, like you said. Well, uh, well, one of my theories, Steve, is that the uh, the front pad of the foot is lower than the toes because you wouldn't want, if you had a heavy creature, you certainly wouldn't want it landing on those toes when it hit the ground. Uh, you'd end up having a bunch of broken digits. Right. And what so I see, I don't think, uh, yeah. yeah. What, what I see there is not something with a lot of. Uh, mm -hmm. Could it be a slide? Well, I see a lot of substrate to the sides as well. Mm. So at some point that was that print was made. What made it can't say for sure. But well, it, the thing that's what I'm saying, and, and I try to use the common sense of saying if it was a, a boot slide or something putting in there, how you know, how is it resembling the toes? And again, I don't know what made it. I didn't see what made it. I'm just trying to understand that. You know, like you're saying, if it was a, a slide, would you have, you know, you're talking about root systems and everything like that. Uh, again, I don't know. I'm just, when I look at it, or especially when I looked at the print that was in the ground, I'm like, well, dang, they look like toes. But, I mean, who knows? Yeah, it's not very well defined. That's the bad thing about it. And, of course, the substrate there is comprised of a lot of granite, I would take it, and stone. Yeah. Right, yep. And you can even see that in the cast. There's a lot of uh, grand stone and that may be the exact reason why you only found one because it just happened to be in the right area at the right time so there you go so let's get the uh casting room up and running hello blake hello <laughs> long time no long time no see you don't have to stand in front of the camera but um, go on put your face in front of the camera there he is. <laughs> All right, let's go to the solo layout for this one. There we are. So, uh, all right. He's not wearing his shoes in the casting. Very, very <laughs> and that's very proper. Very, very. He's gonna. And he pulled his foot back. Everyone <laughs> You're okay, Bob. 
Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So we can't really zoom in. This is kind of a fixed camera. But Jay, why don't you point out some of the things I told you and, and take a look? What I see actually at a very deep level is some uh, what I call pressure areas that kind right. of kind of yeah. uh, went from uh, you know uh, how should I say it? Not very horizontally on the print, I should say. So from uh, you know not heel toe but really heel heel where side to side we saw you know these striations a little bit in the print which indicated to me that this was a pressure print this wasn't something that was a you know a like a rock had been there and somebody moved the rock right and here's the other thing it also depends on remember we were talking about the lighting um i mean on this because again it depends on where you where the light really floods anything out it could just look like a blob and i understand that but um you know it's, you could definitely see on the 3d rendering uh where what looked like impressions of toes and again what you were saying is when we we're trying to measure it i was measuring it on the depression where you can see it as the size and you're like no the but the 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 toes if they were toes would have been up here and we actually had that measured out to um, do you want me to go back there and uh, just kind of pull the tape measure? Yeah, if you want, you yeah, want if to you make can. It yeah, that, that would be helpful, Jay. Yeah, we got some questions. They want to know what the the length of the the measurements on the track. Uh, what is that? Okay, so how's the lighting? Does the lighting look okay? Uh, if you want to try the other light, that would be fine. Uh, the the uh, the big light. Yep. Is that any better? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Or do you, or do you want me to move? The, I could move this light. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's... Okay. So let me get on this side. Blake's on one side with his socks, and I am on the other side with my socks. <laughs> okay, so can you see that a lot better? This impression yep. here, right? And this is where Steve was talking about that Wednesday that we called. And as we can see, the final uh, depression that we caught, which is really hard to see from that angle. Yep, good, right there. Good job, Bob. It's about right there. So if we put that on there, we're right at right here about 17 and a half inches, which, you know, you could say coincidentally, all the prints that I have been finding out in the kettle in different areas have been right around 17 and a half or 18. Or like Steve said, when he told me that Wednesday night, sometimes you really don't see the full part of a print. Right. Um, so then we're looking at your having me go from here from what looks like, uh, or go ahead, you can shine it there, in that area right here, to over here. I don't know the if you guys... old toe display, yep. Right, full toe display is about nine inches. And now move that down to the heel, and let's get our heel width. So then we got a heel width, which looks like it's about, well, looks like it's about four inches. Yeah, maybe about four and a half, four and a quarter. Okay, four and a half. Now, if you look up here, 
Bubba. See, this is what you were talking about, that pressure point. Here, I'll put this back down, and you tell Blake what you told me that uh, I'm going to leave that right here for now. You can tell him at what mark that you see. Oops. I'll move it down to here. And tell him on the ruler where you were seeing that possible mid-torso break. Well, I was looking it should be uh, – you can actually see it better on the 3D rendering than I can see. Right, right now. Right now, it's very two-dimensional to me, so I really yeah. don't have that advantage. Okay. Yeah. Right. To show you exactly what demarcation it is, I believe it's going to be right around the nine-inch mark. Right here, uh, yep. Somewhere in there. Yep, and you um, were right. Because I can see it with uh, – of course, I'm here live and looking at it um, this way, but that's what you saw the, the day that uh, you first looked at this. Right. Right, and as you can see – it. The, the angle of attack, and maybe let's try, can we move that light just a little bit off the track? Not the uh, green light, but the, uh, the second oh, the, light. Yep, yeah, so. the second one. Just move it off a little bit. See if that helps. A little more? Yeah. Keep, keep going until he tells you. Yeah, it's really hard. To, you know what? Let's do this. The other light, the yellow light that you have on, turn that yes. one off. Turn that one off. There we go. Now bring that light back a bit. Where? There we are. Ah, a little bit, a little bit better. Uh, nope. Go back the way it was. Go more, a little bit more. So we want to get a little ob you know, obfuscation here. A little more. Yeah. There you go. And taxes get a flashlight and turn off the lights. You should get a shadowing. <laughs> Do what? Turn off the lights and get a flashlight. And put it on the desk. I don't know if that's possible right now, but I'll look. Hold on. But I, I do notice that you know there there was Mike some putting Jay on the spot there. I know. <laughs> We're all putting Jay on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jay. I'm putting this light on the foot though. Yeah. Um, you know, I believe the pressure marks were at like uh, you know, see some pressure ridges. Looks like they were at the the three inch mm. mark. I believe that it looks like uh, between the one and one, uh, right yeah. in the middle of the, the one one foot one inch. Yeah, which is on the other side uh, down there, Blake. Oh, sorry. Right there, yeah, about, about one one. There's another pressure pressure yeah. ridge, and then another one at the ten inch mark, which is where the mid tarsus okay. is, and uh, I believe at the seven inch mark there was another like seemed to be a ridge as well. All right, we got a flashlight. All right, let's do this, Jay. All right, you want to turn off that one and just <laughs> yeah. hold it in until it turns off? You ready? Yep. Yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. Much better. So the groove at the top of the track is where the uh. toes didn't capture. And to me, considering... And looking at the side of the track, there must be an underground root or something that's causing that. Because it really is, um, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I would hold that light off to the side, Jay. There we go. That's better. So, and of course, there are rocks. Like I said, you can see the terrain. You can see the, yeah. and it's really, really hard to make that out necessarily shooting it from dead on like this but unfortunately 
you know, you know, we we can only work what we have. But you can see that yeah. there's definitely um, <coughs> something in there. Well, with the the ground being that hard and frozen, I mean, you're not going to get much of any push off or anything, so you're not going to see too much right. of a uh, flexibility in the foot. But the and you can actually see where there was rocks in the ground. Mm. Um, you know, there's a couple right, just about right at the mid-tarsus there. And you can see where they, you know, obviously it didn't capture at all where that was. So that must have been a little Right. Bit. Again, that's what I wanted was the uh, the Patterson-Gimlin, you know, cast is right. what visioned. And then Chris was asking me how did it feel uh, extracting all this stuff and some of it was a little disappointing. I'm like, wait, I'm taking out where the toes are, <laughs> you know, but it was, mm. but it was dirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, it can be a little nerve wracking, uh, but uh, yep. usually uh, the dirt will come off. Even if it's dried, uh, it'll come off and leave the uh, casting material in place. Right. Right. I used uh, toothbrushes, uh, you know, you name it. Took uh, the the wheel brush for the car, uh, scrubbed it. <laughs> uh, yep. Okay, Jay, I think we're good with this uh, yeah. particular setup. Okay. And we'll go back to... Uh, Let's check out that uh, 3D rendering. Can you bring that up, Steve? Yep, hang on one second, Chris. I'm working like multiple mm, screens uh, here. Okay. And... Uh, yeah, but of course, I can't find my right file screen right now to save oh. my life. Save my life. My main screen back up here. Okay, now we've lost everything. Let's go back into there. Yeah, they don't make it easy on how to transfer pictures necessarily. Hey, we're still in the dark. Yeah, I think we're still in the casting room. On the <laughs> screen, I was like, actually, I, I came back here and I'm just like, oh, hello. Where did everyone go? <laughs> so, again, like I said, was my my biggest thing, Steve, for this whole night. See, the easiest thing to look at is the 3D rendering. Um, yeah. That really will bring it out of what was cast. Unfortunately, now people can see that lighting can have uh, quite the effect on what you're looking at. So it, correct, yes, correct. when you look at a track, you have to get down on the ground sometimes to look at them. Yeah. Really I mean, notice. honestly, I don't even see what the flashlight did because I was, I couldn't see. So I, I'm, I'm, I'll be curious to rewatch this to see how the flashlight. Yeah, it, it did. It, it, it looked like a bunch of rocks a lot of times. Uh, or, Somebody mentioned that it looked like kind of like a big Rice Krispie treat because, you know, there is a lot of rock involved in it, but you can see. But, but, but the thing is, and that's what I'm saying is this, I don't, I don't care it's, if it's not um, the PG type yeah. of cast that people do. My thing is, I found this, is castable. I you did? It, I, I, yeah, I believe Bigfoot's out in the Kettle Moraine. And is this, is this, I don't want to say proof because again, nobody saw it make it. But yeah, yeah, I don't think you're gonna find uh, 
a trackway where one stro uh, scrolled strolled across a uh, sandbar every day either you know where it's like nice and soft and right you could get a high definition impact I, I don't know what you mean by flipping it uh, I, this is a video <laughs> i can't flip nothing yeah actually what i have on the 3d app um i i've actually i did both sides of um i did yep. the 3d rendering what this was in the process of cleaning I have one that it, when it's totally clean like it is now, and I did a, a 3D uh, of that, and then I flipped it over, and I also did the 3D of the surface of what we got. And that's the odd thing, too, is on the back of that, you can actually see kind of where two or three of the lumps are where, I don't know, is it possibly where the the toes dug up underneath the earth and lifted that up a little bit? And that's kind of what it reminds me of. Well, you know, the, the the cool thing about it is the 3D rendering saves the day because no matter how you, you know, at nighttime, no matter how much light you can show up, show on something, it really doesn't show the detail of a print unless you look at the 3D rendering. So once you look at the 3D rendering, you're like, oh, now, now that's pretty easy to see. Exactly. And, exactly. And, and again, it, and again, it's, it's understanding how to, um, to look at a cast. I mean, you were looking at things that were just like coming to you, like boom, 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 that Wednesday night when you first looked at it. And actually, I thought you were going to say the same thing. Jay, you got a bunch of rocks. It's nothing. And you know what? I, I, I'd I, believe you. You're, you'd be, it'd be a black and white situation. It's not a matter of trying to, you know, tiptoe the around minute, it. The minute I had you lay that phone down alongside of it. I yes. Think, and that's when I said, okay. So yeah. Not just a, a, a this and then I said, bring it over and um, let's look at, you know, then I could see some pressure ridges. You can see the pressure ridges right in this, you know, down at the heel, a little bit up, a little bit more. Um, so you're looking at something that was put down where pressure was, was not equal amongst the whole thing. Right. And that's what you were explaining to, to me right. and Maddie when we we're doing the video conference too and, and where, like, where oh. you thought where you thought the foot ended was actually the base of the foot the pad of the foot right and the the spot between the toe pads and the the metatarsals uh the metatarsals did not capture but the toe pads did right and that's you know they did somewhat they weren't perfect but they, they you know and that, that's what i'm saying so it's kind of like is it something that we did wrong you know what can we learn from the way we casted this, uh, we thought we would do the overpour. Uh, that was our intention was to overpour it so that we could make sure that any of the, what looked like toes didn't get disturbed. They would be casted. Right. Uh, cause you could see when I first did the first, uh, cast, I actually just poured it into where the filling was and then it kind of seeped, you know, to the lowest, to the lowest point of the print, but it would have just stopped there. So I would not have been able to get the full, the full depression of where I believe the heels at. And a question from Kaiju Ninja 1985. Jay, have you heard any wood knocks or vocals out there? Absolutely. Um, definitely a lot of wood knocks, but you know what? The thing is to me, they're almost like wood pops. Um, you know, uh, the only reason why I say wood pops and this is just me is that I've heard them in the five different areas where I research out there. And honestly, they all sound the same. Now, I know I didn't put them through a spectrometer or anything to give the same, but they sound like a hollow pop. 
And and no matter where we're at, I don't care if it's in the winter, the summer, the spring, the the fall. I did those all in out of order, but um, <laughs> out, out of all out of all those seasons, they sound the same. And to me, I keep thinking if it was a Bigfoot taking something, whapping against a tree, you would have to have the same type of club and try to hit the same type of tree to get the same type of reverberal pop. And then, you know, so I, I don't, I personally don't see Bigfoot walking around like Captain Caveman, you know, with a club and just, you know, in, t- in case he wants to do it, he's going to use whatever's next to him. So I kept thinking, you know, is it possible that, you know, are these wood pops something part of their body that they always have, whether it's a jaw or fingers or slap on the chest? I don't know. Uh, that's just the way I think of it. But I do hear a lot of those out there. And as far as vocals, believe it or not, only two in the past 10 years. They're very quiet. And actually, one of the ones that I uh, caught recently, I actually gave to Steve yep. to do an analysis on it. And that's actually in my second film, Beyond the Kettle, where he broke it down and he really brought that sound out. And, you know, I, I wish somebody was recording me when that happened because my eyes got as big as saucers. You know, you you know your surroundings out there. You, you definitely hear a lot of coyotes out there. You'll maybe even hear some residents' distance dogs way out there, depending on the way the wind blows. But this thing, whatever it was, sounded like, you know, I don't want to say a howl, but almost like a yell. And I, I keep thinking of the uh, Ohio Ohio call howl, a little bit Ohio, you know, to where it was just kind of a, but it was just one. And it was way out there, though. So it was. Steve, it was, to me. It was very siren-like, but it wasn't actually a mechanical type of siren because the way it kind of trailed. Right. And the thing is, I know my surroundings. I know if there's any towns, how far away they are, what direction it came from. So it was like, and, and, and definitely those, at the time. And those are very important things to know when you set up is where things are. Yeah. Where's Jen's, your nearest? Where's your nearest fire department? Where's your correct? Nearest? Yep. Jen's got a good comment here. It looks like most of the pressure would have been on the ball of the foot, then the heel, and toes made contact. I, I, I think that's accurate. I, I think that's probably the way they do walk. Uh, the, the, the front of the foot, I think, hits first, and then the heel, and then maybe the toes touch down a little bit. I don't and think that, they actually... That, that could, I'm just saying that could almost... The way I would see the way it was impressioned into the ground, you would think it would be more of the, you know, the the forefront of the the pad versus the toes going in. I, I mean, I don't know. Let me let me let me yes. re- remind people yes that we're looking at the inverse. Okay, so if you see a very weak heel, remember you shouldn't see a deep depression in the heel. If it pushes off on the ball of the or the front half of the foot, that's where you should see the deepest impression. Right. That's where the deepest cast is. So it does come downhill first, but when it pushes off, it digs in and pushes out. Yeah. Now that's what okay. it is. So it oh. doesn't doesn't come down foot first. It comes down back foot first. Okay. Where so the ma- where the major pressure comes from is not coming down when it steps down. It's when it pushes off. So when it pushes off, why was it pushing off? And this goes back to what Maddie saw, which was something going from one tree to another. And again, a lot of times people are saying, it's like, okay, you're only finding one print. Why? And just because we think it's on the ground, which I don't know, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it was going from one tree, came down, hit there, jumped up, and 
took off. Well, from there. you know, That's, we we can I, I speculate. Know. We can speculate all day. Oh yeah, but um, I have no idea. Yeah, that's the best answer for me. I don't know. Yeah. So that that to me looks like it, it very much the most of the pressure was on the front of the foot, but it doesn't necessarily mean it came first. To me, it came well. When yeah, when it pushed it, off in a soft me, in a soft right. substrate like sand, Steve. I, I'm right there with you. Yeah. But I, I believe that, you know, of course, this is maybe where we differ. I believe the front of the foot comes down first, then the heel, and maybe, you know, the toes. It's either a one, two, three with, with the toes being third, I, or I, a I one, think, two, toes, and then the heel third, I think. But there is the push I, off. I yeah. think, think of a locomotion, bipedal locomotion. Yeah. It has to be like this. It makes no sense to go like this and then back and then forward. It makes no sense. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. And, and uh, just not just not look at necessarily uh, uh, talk to talk to Doctor Jeff about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because then you would have a very awkward kind of jerking type of step. Because you that's have, why well, one of the one okay, of the reasons. So, uh, imagine this: <laughs> you put your, your foot down first, and then you have to go back to put the, the pressure, the light lighter pressure on the heel of the. Yeah, but the reason then, why they're able to, to maintain forward. such a smooth gait, though, is it's because good. the front of the foot goes down first. That's stealth walking in that's certain mode. In certain modes, yeah. But but I've seen that in half tracks. Yeah, almost like tiptoeing. Somebody mentioned tiptoeing earlier, yeah. and I have seen that too. Where you know, and then we're looking in the in the sand actually, and you can yeah. see what looks like half tracks, and you're like, what the heck is this? And then once in a while, you'd find the, the heel capture. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, it's hard to say what they're doing at that particular moment. But to me, it looked very similar to any other Bigfoot track that I've seen. It looked like it wasn't doing anything in particularly special <clears throat> because of that, you know, tapering off at the heel because many Bigfoot right. tracks do taper off at the heel. Yeah, and it's each, every track's going to be different too, depending yeah. on the substrate. If you get one in sand, on it's going to look different than uh, on right. the angle. Yeah, on the on, on what it was doing. What so, it was doing, right? Was was it running? Was it picking right. up speed? Was it right. slowing down up a hill, right. down a hill? Lot lot of factors. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows what the heck I was doing in this particular instance? <laughs> All I know is to me that the overall shape looks right of it. The, the taper looks right to it. There were pressure ridges look right to it. Uh, you know, you got to recognize when, you know, certain parts of the foot does not capture what that yeah. cause could be. Yeah. Um, and that's all part of tracking. That's all part of looking at tracks, um, which I've done hundreds of hours, more than I'd like to admit. Yeah. That's why we came to you. Um, so, uh, what's well, I like it, Jay. Yeah, I, I like it. Too. I do too. I like it. Yeah. Well, thank you. So, <laughs> you know, and that's exactly what I was looking for on this night was the truth. And, and honestly, yeah. that's what it is. I, I don't, I, I see both of you guys as really, uh, honest, right. You know, to the point you would say what, what it is, no matter, uh, what the, and what the heck was that? I don't know. Wasn't here. Wait a minute. Are we still live in the uh, casting room? Is there a balloon flying over? 
<laughs> no. If that's still live out there, which it probably is. Uh, the casting room is not on, on the set, so we won't hear it. Oh, well, weird. It wasn't, wasn't me. Me. <laughs> All right. So anyway, getting back to the point, I, I trust your guys's opinion. Um, and again, you really now help. Kaiju Ninja says the, the print looks pretty flat, and that's actually an indicator of a Sasquatch print. They're flat footed. They have no arch. A boot would have some curvature to it to accommodate an arch, and that's why I'm not necessarily convinced yeah. that it's a boot slide because I've seen boot slides as you can tell. And usually boots have striations in them, such as a print that would leave that nice groove in there to yeah. do that. And we were seeing no, um, uh, no, uh, um, I don't think it was, it was aliens. A, no. <laughs> I'm not saying it was aliens. And it, Maddie it thinks it's a jump track. Could be. You know, um, possible. Yeah, 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 I, mean, I, I got you, not, Jen, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to win any awards for being the, the most well-definition track there, Jay, <laughs> or cast. Yep. But you know what? I, you know, you can look at something and say, well, this is obviously this, or it's obviously that. And, uh, you know, I can yep. look at that. I can't tell exactly what you've got there, but I like it. I, I really I, do. I, okay, I got you, Jen. Yep, I misunderstood that the first time. Really. Okay, yep, got it. And sorry, yep. you guys were just spinning on my screen. I'm like looking at it and I'm looking at the screen and you guys were just all like buffering. And I couldn't see anybody. Uh -oh. And I, I had perfect signal. I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, I hope uh, my internet's what? not cutting out again. No, no, you're <laughs> fine. I, I think what's going on, that was Jay's internet problem. Cause it wasn't going on uh, here. Yeah, hey. Nobody locked, nobody locked up. Sorry. Sometimes your computer can buffer. Oh. Well, you know what? <laughs> it's a damn casting thing still on out there. That's why. No, it's off. Oh, good. But I, I think Jay did the right thing. If you see something that looks like it may be something and you really can't tell, you've got the material there anyway, cast it. Because you never know. You know, you might come out with something that, you know, it, you could dig it out and clean it up and it could be like, oh, my God, this is the most fabulous <laughs> cast ever, you know. Or it could be like, oh, well, it's, you know, not great, but, you know. Yeah. You never know what you're going to so, get. Just like four. Yeah, well, this is it. I, 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 York, like I said, Bigfoot New York Todd says it's rare, so rare to find a, a track with good toe definition. Agreed, especially in substrates in New York, which we're, you know, me and Todd are, I'm yep. sure we are familiar with. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Kaiju Ninja said the Jay, the cast is possessed. <laughs> I kind of read that well, off to the side and I'm like, I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to start glowing one of these nights, you know? There's a, a researcher over in Edmonton, Kentucky, uh, and he's found a lot of tracks that he calls moccasin tracks, and uh, which is, you know, I I don't know. Uh, I've seen I've seen a few examples of what he's talking about, and uh, I'm not going to say that that he's right on the money, but I think he's he's pretty close. You know, I, I don't think their toes actually hit the ground at the same time the rest of the foot does either. And I think they they have the ability to either leave a toe track or at, at some point, if they don't feel like they need to put their toes down, they don't have to. Yeah, no. and just so you say, uh, Mick turned around and said, I'm with Steve. I've seen the underside of boots in all out brawls more times than I want to admit. It doesn't look like a boot slide to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the scars to prove it, too. 
Yeah, okay, so let me ask you. Let me just ask you. And it's not calling anybody out because you guys have spent a little bit more time looking at this prior to the show. And like I said, as I, I did reach out to a couple of people. I, did, I never heard back from uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum. I know he's read them. I know he's busy. Um, uh, Ken looked at him right away, Ken Gerhard, and he felt really good up, good about them. Uh, however, he admitted he's not an expert in the tracks. Cliff, um, I, don't, I don't know what Ken actually sent him. Right. Uh, but Cliff came back and said it looks like a uh, a boot slide. Maybe the boot was about 14 inches. But he did sign off saying, or I could be wrong, Cliff. Sure. So I understand that. And that's kind of where I'm getting at tonight. It's not a matter. I don't know if anybody's all going to agree or not with it. I personally, being biased, I guess, with the experiences I've had out there, believe it is a Sasquatch print. I don't know everything like you guys are explaining about, you know, the way they push off and the different parts. Of the this is stuff I'm learning. So thank you. This is educational for me, you know, tonight by looking at different things like that. Yeah, we, we tend to push off with our, uh, you know, from the foot of the, the ball of the foot on upward. Right. Which means our toes always capture really great, you know, because our toes are part of that springboard. Yep. Um, Okay. Whereas, a, a uh, if you think about just think about locomotion and uh, kinetics and uh, kinesiology, if you think about how a foot comes down, if it breaks in the middle, it's going to have a little less of a toe imprint because it's springing off more towards the a little further behind than the toes, where okay. ours, because it's of where be... of where that fulcrum is. Yeah. The foot's Great. going to be evolved to support the weight more than the toes would. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I saw Maddie comment somewhere in there. She thinks it was a, a jump print or somewhere. And very well, it could have been. Uh, very well. Again, it's, it, it, I think it's because of what she saw and where it's at. In fact, I even showed uh, my mom, if mom's watching. Hi, mom. Love you. Um, <laughs> is, uh, is <laughs> Good evening, Mrs. Bachochin. Glad to have you here. <laughs> and, uh, so, but she was saying the same thing about the, how is there just one print? And she actually said, did it hop from one to another tree? That's even before she knew anything about what Maddie saw and anything like that. And again, we don't know, right? We didn't see what made it. And I, I guess this is the best think tank we can have is understanding on uh, how the foot moves, uh, you know, for what it could be doing. So. And uh, Kaiju Ninja says, I really look to see if it's flat-footed or not. Any arch is suspect to me. And absolutely mm. right. Yeah. <coughs> Years ago, I saw this guy holding up these prints. Oh, look what we got today. You know, these Bigfoot prints. I forgot where it was, somewhere in Michigan. And each print had an arch. Yeah. And I'm going, that's not a Bigfoot. Nope. That's not a Sasquatch. They do not have arches. And sometimes hoaxers yeah. will do that because they're not studied. They haven't studied the topic enough. They said, oh, I'll just make a big footprint and, and, and pass it off as a big footprint. And they don't realize that, you know, a big footprint doesn't have an arch. It doesn't look right. like our print. It's, it's you know, physically different than our foot. Yep. Which is another reason why a big foot can't be 100% of our DNA. Yep. Right. So uh, for all those. So I, I did see somebody else ask at one point, and it was a while ago, maybe about 20 minutes ago. Somebody was asking, um, if there was, uh, you know, what the distance was from the next foot, I don't know if they 
knew that I only found the one. However, the big thing that I just want to explain here is I've been researching hiking these areas for 10 years. The ones I found in 2014 was the only trackway that I found that measured 17 and a half by six. That's the way I measured the deep snow imprint in a foot and a half, two foot of snow. No drag mark. And I followed 12 of them and they were flat footed. There was no drag after it. And it was 53 inches from heel to heel of each one in a tight rope fashion. And again, I was a newbie still looking at this. And I was like, now somebody's pulling one over on me. But it was still snowing when me and my wife found them. Actually, I found them. She walked right by them. And uh, I found them. And I'm just like, okay, who could have done this? I mean, I'm, I'm looking at my wife's marks in the snow. And, it, you know, you could follow them like a snail because we don't pick our feet up. But anyway, those were 53 inches from the heel to heel <laughs> and, uh, at about 12 of them. So yeah. that was the only one. And I found several footprints after, whether the castable or on the surface, and they all measure 17 and a half by six. Good night, Maddie. Oh, Maddie. Good night. Good night, Maddie. Hey, Maddie. Thanks. Love you. Get well. Get well, but sir. Anyway, <laughs> any, anyway, so that's kind of what I was saying. It's not like this is the first, uh, what I believe, a footprint out in the Kettle Moraine. I have found close to 11, right. or this could be a dozen right now. But again, a lot of them are just surface or disturbances, but I measure and document everything, so... Chad says common just find one print. One print. Yep. Um, and I think that's because the other ones don't capture properly. I mean, you know, because of substrate, nothing yep. is perfect. And the only time you get trackways is along, you know, river banks and along, right. you know, sandy yep. areas and stuff like that. When you're in the forest, good luck. Um, yeah. yeah. Or in the snow, maybe, but it's kind of gonna. Be- yeah. If you come across a trackway in the forest, you're gonna have to follow it for a long time before you might come up a. Uh, a, an area of substrate where it was good enough to leave an impression, you know, a good one. Yeah. And Daniel Weeks says this was ahead of 48 inch, 48. And you know what? I, I tend to agree with that. You know, the uh, Fort Ann cast had a 48 yeah. inch strike going uphill at a, at a probably yeah. at a 25 degree angle. Uh, yeah. Maybe even a little bit steeper than that. Um, yeah. Like, uh, so, like the, the ones that I found in the snow in 2014. <laughs> The last one was actually on a fallen oak that had snow. Like I said, it was still snowing, lightly snowing. And there was snow on the top of the uh, the fallen oak. And there was just like a disturbance there. I don't know if it could have been a heel or what. But then when I looked, there was nothing. It was like just gone. I could not, you know, I tried to do a radius there too. And I could not find another print. So I was lucky enough to find 12. I wish I could have cast whatever back then but it was still snowy if i didn't find those in about an hour i would say they would start getting filled up so i got lucky to document them when i did and that's something the stride length on these things is just unbelievable and and people need to realize and do an experiment uh, put a piece of uh, masking tape on a concrete floor or on your hardwood floor or whatever and then measure out you know just say 42 inches and then put another piece of masking tape there and and try to do that step walk from one to the other without you know stretching it. Right, <laughs> crazy. Uh, so uh, Kaiju Ninja asks uh, Steve, "Have I seen any Jewy prints before?" Yes, I have seen them. Um, I've seen one. Uh, again, it only captured one. There was a lot of other depressions in the in the leaf litter 
which indicate that you know there was a path, um, and that was the it was found the more, the day after I had my sighting of a five and a half foot juvenile that took off after I got out of my tent to uh, use a tree, and um, trying to think uh, off the top of my head that was about that track measured nine inches by four inches, so it was very wide very flat, but the toes captured in that. So that particular cast went with uh, Melissa and Wayne of Ohio, because they found it. They wanted to give it to me. I said, nope, you found it. You're casting material. Cheers. Yeah. But they were nice enough to me. Well, it is your area. I appreciate that. They were doing all the Bigfoot etiquette. But I said, nope, you guys kiss out. Yeah. So, so, Steve, I, I do have one question, though, real quick. Mm-hmm. What do I tell my wife, then, about this print? Well, um, what what do you want to tell her? About? Yeah, right. Because you kind of have a reservation. No, I, I do. She uh, she really she supports everything I do. Um, I but, I would I would show her some of the comparisons on that video tonight. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Um, and then she, I she, would, she she doesn't want it to be real because <coughs> then um, that's gonna hurt well, the bubble. The three D rendering. Yeah. The 3D rendering. Which I showed her. Like I said, is yeah. uh it, it's better with uh you explaining uh the breakdowns. Like I said, I, I'm just a guy who's walking in the woods and observing and documenting. That's that's what I'm doing. I'm learning as I go, but you know, I'm nowhere near your level or you know, Chris's level or Mike Ann's level. You know, you guys are just you know just right there, there with understanding around. it <laughs> well that's what i'm doing i'm doing the footwork yeah. but who yeah. knows you know what i mean it's funny because there's certain things i can't find at work and my boss says don't you look for bigfoot like it's right there and i'm like oh man yeah. maybe bigfoot's just walking by me out in the woods i don't know yeah uh, i think uh, i asked for a picture yeah. before the casting let me see if i can pull that oh yeah that's right i don't know which one uh nope that's not the right one i think i put it in there in the google drive or should be yeah that's it that's what i came across yeah so again if you're looking at that you know i'm looking at it saying damn you know it's uh it it looks you know i could see i can see the toes i can see the heel or at least coming out to the heel. And that is hard substrate right there. I'll tell you right now. Like I said, when we were trying to get the cast out, we could only get in about an inch, inch and a half, you know, two inches each, you know, down. So, you know. Jay, let me ask you a question. Do you feel this is a right print or a left? That's a great question. There's a lot of people that are saying, what that is this to me looks like a right print i think so too and i think it's because on the left on the left is where i see the beginning of the first toe second third fourth and the fifth is kind of in the upper right hand corner or Mm -hmm. is it possible to see how it kind of flexes out there on the right side okay so you're saying the big toe is on the left that's what that's what I when I first looked at it, that's what it looks like to me. 
But that could be a dis- that could be a disturbance there too. Let's take a look at the rendering. The rendering is the rendering what doesn't lie. I'm saying you're right. Now again, I too, I too am saying you're right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, actually, I'm yeah I'm saying you're right. But if you look at that print. Is that reversed? Yes, we'll have a reverse. Uh, right. No, no, no. Pass. Hold on. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hang on. Is the rendering reversed? Oh. Uh, no. That should be. That should be right on. I'm just going right over the cast. So it's. But the thing is, isn't the cast a mirror of what you're looking at? So you'd have to flip it over. So yeah. the big toe is actually going to be on the left of the screen in the print as we're looking at the big picture. Think about it. You got to flip it. Right, right. Be a right flip. Foot. And the big toe is going to be on the left-hand side. Right. Little toe, uh, the, uh, and they will go from left to right on a right foot. Anyway, that, but that's what I saw when I came up to it. And again, that stood out to me. Like a, I said, a sore thumb or a sore, sore foot. Um, it, that's that's just what I, I looked at. And again, I documented it and everything, but I, I left without casting it. And when I got home, I'm like, nope, I don't care how late it is. I'm going to go out and cast. So thank God for Chris and Maddie wanting to go out and do it. And thank God you were still up, Steve. Cause I know we're an hour difference and it was probably about one or yeah. Now what are we looking at? Is that the same print there? That's Dan? the same print. Yep. All right. So that to me is a, And that makes a lot more sense than looking at that close up. Because sometimes, yes, you know, yeah. like when you're an incident commander, they say you should never be, you know, like a fire chief, you should never be right there and, you know, at the front of the building directing people. You should be standing back a bit because then you see the whole picture. By looking at that, I see the whole picture. I think there's a few other pictures that were up there too. I tried to get like different angles and everything. Yeah, I, I, pick, I, I picked out. I think, the okay. Person. But anyway, that's it. But you can also see when you're walking out there, you can see the the rest of the ground where it just kind of is just an impression. Yeah, you can you can see the toes there. And and like I say, that that toe ridge, you know, uh, those lump, the bumps in the toes. (laughs) I can can understand where where if Cliff got the one picture of it, it looks like a boot slide. What what accounts for those right looking like see and that, that's exactly it it's like I know Cliff didn't get probably all the three D and everything like yeah. that I did send all that to Doctor Jeff but well uh, Jay I got a question on while you were pouring the cast yes was the first layer uh, kind of thick and first then layer, uh, we just did one layer we just dumped it all in oh okay. Yeah, so there's a lot I have learned on how to pour after because okay. basically what we did is we mixed it and uh, I started kind of at the toes and backed out. Now, we did make kind of a reservoir, like a little dam around it, you know, to build it up just a half yeah. inch to an inch so that we knew we were going to overpour that to try to be, uh-huh. you know, I'm pointing at my screen that you can't see, that we we're trying to get to the, uh, the bottom of the heel to, to get that disturbance there. So that's why we made it so big and wide, right? But you know, but um, 
Yeah. So we didn't do it layer by layer. And I, I, the thing is, these are all great ideas for, you know, another, another cast. For well, another yeah, time. yeah, man. Don't, don't worry about that. I mean, yeah, I just was wondering. I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait, one layer. So or what we, did, I we did measure the cast earlier on the air Raptor and that was uh, 17 <laughs> inches long. And I think the toe splay was nine inches wide and the, the uh, heel width was four and a half inches at, uh, at the heel. Um, as far as what the size of the Bigfoot is, that nobody saw. So I won't even attempt to. Yeah. I try to use a sliding rule calculator on, you know, track to what size Sasquatch is. I won't do that. Uh, that's more for a scientist. I can give well, you the data on, on the print. I can't give you. You know, if we had a, a measurement of where the alien, you know, was at on the tree from the ground up, you that's could get true. a, that's you could very, use that to do a scale. True. Okay. And that, here's the hard thing is that when me and Ben were out there looking for, which we believe we found up close where the alien tree would have been, but then, there, you know, now we're trying to gauge the, because it wasn't right next to that tree. It had to have been a little bit further back, but how much further back? That's the, that was the hard thing to try to figure out. Like Steve, you were just saying about the fire chief. You know, once you're up close into all this, you're just like, okay. Now, you, now, Jay, let me ask you a question. Yeah. <clears throat> the terrain behind uh, where that uh, that the head was. Yeah. Can you describe the terrain in the in the background? Uh, just brush. Um, no hill. No hill. No, just yeah. It's kind of flat right there, which goes <clears throat> out. So it's not like. Uh, you know, divots in, divots down, or anything like that. It's, so it's somebody may mention there seemed to be a little less snow on the ground there. So right, yeah. So that kind of kills that theory that if there was a hill that went up behind it, yeah, no, it may no, have been snow covered. So no hills behind it, just kind of flat. We were actually more on the higher peak, looking down. Um, that makes so, sense. And then, it, then yeah. it's then it's flat for a while. So yeah, it's. They're going to be you know, checking you out from the lower area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I always say there, there's some areas that I have that I call ambush alley where we're going like a lot lower, like the, the we're like in death Valley, like in the 200 foot uh, kettle where the kettles are going up. And I'm like, you know, that's actually where the rocks were thrown at me back in uh, 2013 is we were, I call it ambush alley because I'm like, they have the upper hand right here. No matter where I'm going, they seem to, you know, at the time I had no idea because at first we were thinking there were acorns falling in September, but they weren't, the sound wasn't down. They were through the leaves. So they were being, you know, horizontal, not vertical. But as we kept walking, they kept landing by our feet right in between us. And you would hear these pebbles just coming out. I'm like, who in the heck is doing this? I, I didn't. At this point, again, I was still new into this. I didn't know, you know, Bigfoot throws pebbles or rocks or whatever, you know. And finally, we get down to this this certain area where it happened. They, they stopped throwing them, and I'm thinking it's a hunter or something. We're already now about a hundred yards ish from where we were, but there's so much terrain back there, and you heard nothing moving. That I picked up a bunch of no, I picked up one rock. And I whipped it out there, and I couldn't hit the side of a barn, and I hit this tree, made a loud popping sound. And Sanjay's like, ooh, that was good. And I'm like, yeah, they're going to try to throw them at me because I did that. And just as I said that, a barrage 
of these rocks come and you hear them from a distance just and they land by my feet and i capture all this on film i have i didn't see what threw them but you know you're talking about the terrain or the advantage or anything like that i don't know it's crazy it's all hearsay but it's all i documented it all that's why i put them in on video honestly it's there's it's never from for fame or fortune and we know that we don't make money doing this it's about the truth out there and i'm i'm glad that i'm on here tonight because out of anybody I, i would take your your critique or your um you can say rant or rave on them or you're just the way you observe these to me as gold because you know i look up to you with what you do and i want to learn from you so and you know like i said is this definitely a sasquatch print i don't know right i i really don't know it looks it looks decent but could there be another explanation i you know i did not see the print on the ground made so i can't make that necessary determination the only way i can make a solid determination is if i'm there and i see the impression in the ground itself yep right yep so and i gotta say the the impression in the ground on the in the photo looks better than the cast and i'm sorry jay but i i think uh, you may have started pouring your cast a little thick and when you do you're going to lose a lot of that definition what you've already got you have to start off with like a really pancake batter thin and, and, and just kind of put you a layer in there to get the definition and then let that dry for a minute. Then you start laying the rest of it on there. Ah, see, we, so, we kind of missed so next can, time. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of missed that one. We just kind of yeah. went, <laughs> yeah, but just all went in there. So, but again, that still, that's what I'm saying is it was our first cast, did not come out 100%. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'm good with. I'm good with it just because yeah. I did I did my due diligence, I feel, yeah. with this print, with you guys, with other uh, people out there. And oh, that's Mike all I can wants, Mike wants to know, was there grass in the bottom of the track? In, oh, like it had to plucking out, like what you're looking yeah. at on there? Yeah. Oh, there, I'm sure there was, Mike, but that is now in the garbage. I know. I should have used gloves and a. Yeah, exactly. In a UV light. Mike's thinking about yeah. eDNA, I know. <laughs> I, no, honestly, that, that's cool. Right when Steve told me that that Wednesday night when me and Maddie were cleaning it, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, you're not wearing gloves. It's like it's a little bit too late now. I, I didn't see any dermal ridges. No. In the hey, you're that. not going to see dermal ridges on <clears throat> you, Ninja 85, because uh, unless you get a cast that's made in like a, a clay soil that has the the ability to hold that ridge it, you're not going to find anything you know it's like trying to find dermal ridges in a a, a sand you, you they don't register it's got to be like a really really sticky uh like a red clay type soil with a lot or soil with a lot of clay in it to hold that impression this is oh, good stuff you oh, did sure. what you're supposed to do, Jay. Good job. That's right. Regardless, regardless oh, of what this print is, oh, right, exactly. you did a good job. It's a good exercise at the very least, and that's what makes it important. Now, yeah. the next time, you'll be a little bit better looking at um, Yeah, and that that's another reason, I think, because it lacks the, the definition, you know, you don't have a good Patterson and Gimlin cast there, right. okay? So a, a lot of the guys like Cliff and, and uh, Dr. Jeff are just, 
they're probably not going to spend much time looking at it, you know? Right. And, uh, and, but, and that's fine. There's a lot of people that will say that. I just saw yeah, Karen. Yeah. Karen was saying, Jay, it's your cast, your belief. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the thing is, I, I agree. I agree with that. Meaning whether this was a boot that said Nike, just do it on it. Right. Yeah. I would still say Bigfoot's out in the kettle moraine for a number Jay, of other reasons. He's pepper English. He would have said, just did it. <laughs> just did it. <laughs> that's true. But you know, you know what I'm saying? It's that's what it's about. And I right. said, even on tonight's show, if it says, if there's a soul or anything that we could really determine that's 100% obvious, I would come out and say it. But it wouldn't change my mind of what's in the kettle yeah. brain. That's yeah. that's where I'm at. This just helps a little, you know, helps that little confirmed validation for me. So I, 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 I'm excited either way, just even for the experience. That's what that's what Maddie would say too, and even Chris, because it was something different to do. You know, usually we're out there hiking and right. observing or doing the night stuff, but no, no, right. we're we're doing something. We were doing, doing it, doing it. That's right. Yeah, getting it done. That's the way to go. Look at those silly humans out there making casts. <laughs> that's right. Oh, and then oh, look here comes the park ranger. Hey, guys, what are you doing out here? <laughs> exactly. Kaiju Ninja says, Jay, are there any bodies of water like a lake near near you, and have you checked it for prints? Uh, these areas do, do have bodies of water and some ponds, and sometimes they're low, depending on uh, the water for the year. Sometimes they're higher or lower. Uh, a lot of these nearby lakes are on the back end of eh, you could say coming up to little towns uh i have not actually gotten on to there okay so my my research areas really are for uh, you know as a crow flies it would be a piece of cake for whatever type of animal to get out there to the lake but for us it'd probably be a good um maybe half mile away uh would be the largest lake and then you got some ponds and stuff in there so i do it's like when i come across those good let me just address this real quick yes you guys can believe what you want all i can say is this is not big, a big footprint and they said it was on the show and they said it was on the show they said it on the show they said no it on the, no you know what say, yeah. uh, now you know it don't matter you know what you don't like the sandbox go play in that somebody else's sandbox oh. You know, now I'm, I'm getting I'm getting tired of this person who uh, you know goes by many aliases that thinks he is the final say on everything. You're not the final say. The rest yeah. of the people are the final say collectively. Yeah. Well, you know the way I would look like, at it. Honestly, I was not, and I don't even look at look at it of saying the masses are going to all agree with it right. or not. So, right. I, I think, think that was they, that, that. Don't that's, think. I just don't think that you're above everybody else because you said something. <laughs> that's the law. It's, it's not, not the law. They try try to put. Yeah, I put out two documentaries and I, I look at some reviews on there and it's like, man, they they rip on my family. And what I say is not the law <laughs> either necessarily. So, you know, it, it you know is the does the air have nitrogen, carbon dioxide, and oxygen in it? Yes. 
That's the law. <laughs> that we can't dispute. But is this a big footprint? Maybe. Looks kind of good to me, but I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. And if you want to make a stink about that, go play in somebody else's sandbox. <laughs> this is my sandbox. That's right. Simple as that. Yes. Right. And you're entitled to your opinion. Just don't go stomping around angry about it. Oh. You know what I've always learned, though, is, and this is me. That's how I am. No matter if I go speak somewhere or I'm, or people have questions that they, they throw my way. If I don't know, which I don't know, I say, I don't know. And I think that's one of the best answers I can ever give because there's no way I'll ever say I am this. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, yeah, I've been doing it for only a short time compared to what you and Steve have been doing it for. You guys have casted before. You guys under, you understand so much. And then there's so many people out there doing it. I'm not trying to one-up anybody. I'm focused on my little corner of Wisconsin. That's right. It. Yeah, I think you're doing a fine job, Jay. I mean, you know, if you find something that uh, looks suspicious, cast it. Uh, you, you never know. Sometimes you'll pull it up there and you can read a lot into that cast. Now, on this one, I don't, I don't know if the cast did the print, did the print justice or not from what I can see from the photo. Right. But, uh, you know. If you never cast one, then you never learn. You know, <laughs> you know, you never learn. That's so, exactly it. That that's what I'm saying. Tonight was really yeah. educational for me. Yeah. And I'm hoping that everybody that tunes in really looks at this and the same thing and look at this as an educational uh part of yeah. what to do, what not to do, what you can change differently, learn right. from it. Right. And listen, you know, as far as what Raptor said. Listen, I, I have no problem you having a differing opinion. Just don't stomp your feet and get angry about it because we differ. Your, have a different opinion. We can agree to disagree and not, you know, we're not putting a picture of a porcupine up there and saying it's a big foot. That's Steve and I don't agree on everything. So nope. what? <laughs> it don't matter. It don't matter. We're all out here to solve the mystery. Yep. That's right. And honestly, it's also, um, you know, you were saying about, it seems that people want to put you out there, call you out to say that's what it is when the next person who looks at it is going to say, no, it's not. Therefore, they're going to look back at the person who said it was. If what you know, They're not qualified to know. And then it starts this whole ruckus. At least, Steve, you broke it down, and that's what I was looking for. Honestly, the whole night I was looking for the way you would break this down so that I can always use this, uh, vid this video afterwards for reference. It's definitely an educational process. Within the whole thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would, I wouldn't give him the ratings. Oh, Daniel. Uh, but, Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that. <laughs> yeah. What it was, what an anticlimactic way to end it. Just like, <laughs> just dead silence. All right. We beat this dead horse long enough. Hang on a second.
Uh, All right. <laughs> but I, I want to thank you again, Steve, Chris, right, for having me on tonight. And uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing it, and I'm glad I have you guys in my back pocket to. You know, hey, that. Raptor! It's a real something. Not like it was contrived or or produced. So let's yeah. put it to rest, buddy. Stop being so angry. Yeah. That, yeah. I don't think that was for me either. I, mm-hmm. I think it was for uh, Chris Tipton. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I saw I saw him defending uh, on the right side, which is good. You know what? Chris is that way. Chris is one of those outstanding yeah. citizens. You know? Can I tell you a quick little story about when I first met Chris? Not you, sure, but Chris Tipton. And uh, he was kind of following me on Facebook. And uh, I was speaking up in Milwaukee. And he came up in 2016. And because we were talking on Facebook for a while and everything. And, you know, so that's where I first met him. But, and he's like, yeah, I want to get out sometime. And then I think it was early December is when he could finally get out. We get out and I park him in my spot. It's snowing. The roads suck. They're slushy. It's snowing. And as we're getting our some of our gear out, this little, I think it was kind of a minivanish type car woman was driving. She's hauling. And it goes around the curve and you just hear Tish! And Chris goes, call 911. Because this is what Chris does. Chris is like this superhero that helps people um, because that's what he was. He's a first responder and um, so he's next thing you know, he's around the curve. I get down there and he's pulling a lady out of the car. Her car's halfway going into the kettle, being kind of just right there, hung up by a sign. That was right. my first time I met Chris, and uh, I'm glad he's got my back walking out there. He's a no nonsense guy, and I, I love you, brother. So it's uh, Chris now he's he, yeah, but now, now Chris, his first love, well, he loves musky fishing um he also is a storm chaser so he he, he chases oh, tornadoes cool. i know well he wants me to go with him oh. like, i don't know if i want to uh i don't I, know I, how I, smart I, that I, is chris but uh, and that's another thing your wife will be like <laughs> oh there goes jay again now he's out chasing storms are you kidding she wants to go with chris <laughs> she wants to go out and, and, and even i think maddie oh. said that too i'm like man you're talking about adrenaline i get i get a little nervous when Storms are going over, going over my house, and I'm kids get ready to run, you know, back yeah, away. But, but the thing tornadoes is, tornadoes there in Kentucky, and but again, I'm but again, driving the, the other way, you know? yeah. But what, what I'm saying is the way you guys understand the foot and everything like that is he understands the weather. I mean, he, he doesn't just look at the radar, I mean, he's looking at so many different things I don't even understand, but he knows right where to go, um, uh, to try to track him down try to chase him so i think it's pretty cool and uh so thirdly he likes to go hiking with me and uh so i love him for that so he's 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 been a great uh hiking partner and he's he's kept me leveled down as well because that's how he is he doesn't there's not a big foot behind every tree but uh when things start going south i know he'd have my back and i'd have his that's enough love i can give you right now chris (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you too, Chris Bennett. If he, and you well, too. yeah. It remains to be seen if he would hesitate if there was a bear around. <laughs> no, he would. He would stand. 
I think he would stand in front of it before it attacked me. I bet he would. Yeah, yeah. I would do the same thing for him. Now, yeah. I don't know how far it would get, you know, but yeah. um, I would try. I would try. Truth be that. Um, yeah. Well, Chris, it's that time. Yeah. So you want to do uh, your thing? Yeah, I want to wrap up the I, show. I want to thank Jay for coming on tonight and sharing sharing his cast with us and letting us view it. It's I think I like it. Okay, I I can't say it's definitive, but I like it. I, I like the pressure ridges, and uh, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say it is or it isn't, but I like it. And that's all I really can say. Uh, I want to thank everybody in chat uh, that came in. Everybody, we appreciate you so much. If it's your first time uh, watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. You know, smash that like. Give us some love with the algorithm. We appreciate it. Absolutely. And, uh, folks, again, Jay, thanks for coming on tonight, my brother. I'm, I'm glad, uh, you know, we could take a deep dive onto this and not everybody's going to agree, but, yep. uh, you know, uh, whether they're either pro Bigfoot or, you know, maybe it's not a Bigfoot. Maybe it's not. I don't know. For sure. I wasn't, like I said, the only way I could really tell is if I was there to get my hands on the, on the impression for it and actually look at that cast piece by piece. All right. Um, and for, and for the record then, cause Chris said his Steve, you just said yours and I appreciate that. And thank you for having me on. But I believe it's 100% Bigfoot. That's me. And that's you're entitled to do that. I'm entitled to it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> no, but again, th- <laughs> no, seriously. But thank you for having me on so quick. I, I know we were just on a couple weeks ago, so I appreciate the the follow up in part two and everything that you've done for me on the show as well as off the show as well. So thank you very much. Anytime, you know, I'm a resource for you. Yes, you are. You're my go-to guy. That's why I call you. Go to guy Steve. And uh, folks, uh, again, thanks for uh, tuning in tonight. We love you guys all. Welcome again to all our new subscribers. Uh, the channel's been booming this week, so it's like we'll have more videos this week coming out. Of course, next week is Super Bowl Sunday, so guess where we won't be? We won't be here. You're going to be in Vegas. <laughs> no, I'm going to be in front of my TV, probably eating chicken wings and watching the game, just enjoying the, the carnival atmosphere. Um, I'll, I'll probably be watching uh, The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. I'm not big on sports. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, when Chris is not watching that, he'll be up on his roof looking for the next Chinese balloon to fly over. <laughs> uh, don't worry, folks. You're safe if it comes over Kentucky. You know, we should have pitched a bit. We should have pitched a bitch at Charlie Wonton for that, but <laughs> that would have been good. Uh, but uh, so anyway, okay, uh, Charlie. All right. So anyway, folks, wanna we'll see you back in two weeks, nine p.m. Eastern. That would be uh, what the heck is for the nineteenth. We'll be back on February nineteenth with author Bruce Allenbeck talking yeah. about the Kinderhook creature, his new book. Entitled The Kinderhook Creature and Beyond. Yeah. Dr. back, uh, And he'll be talking about his grandmother's experiences and, and all that stuff that happened in Kinderhook back in the 80s and some of his own possible personal, you know, uh, interactions with something that kept uh, stealing his bait he put up on Paul. Really interesting story. Great guy. Very former cool. lo- Former local broadcaster as well. So Great guest. Yeah. So everybody have a great week. 
Stay, have a great two weeks. Stay healthy. God bless. And we'll catch you all here next time. Squatch DTV. You got it. We'll catch you all in a bit, guys. Be safe. Hey, folks, you've been watching Squatch DTV. Join us each week, Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, for the latest on the Bigfoot mystery. As always, we thank you for being our loyal viewers and encourage all to subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash Steve Culls. As always, have a great week. Stay safe. God bless. And keep on squatching.